On Thursday edition of Locked On NHL, it is a Florida-themed Locked On NHL with me and Panthers host Armando Velez. We talk about all the top breaking news in the NHL free agency. But first, let's play that music. Your Locked On NHL, your daily podcast on the National Hockey League. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to another episode of Locked On NHL, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. Chris Masilli is on assignment. When I mean on assignment, he is assigned to the closest B chair. And filling in for him this week is Locked On Panthers host, Armando Velez. Armando, what a great way to come on the Locked On NHL show. We're in... We're, we're, we're recording this Wednesday afternoon in the midst of free agency madness. A lot of moves have been made over the last couple of hours. And and really, a good place to start really is just how are we feeling about it? How are we feeling about some of the moves thus far that have been made by uh, some of these teams that really, you know, were in dire need of the pieces that they picked up? Mm. Uh, thank you for uh, inviting me on to this edition of uh, Locked on NHL, Adam. It's great to be having a Battle of Florida edition. We see a uh, a Battle of Ontario ver- version on Tuesdays, a Battle of Alberta on, on Wednesdays. And for, for today and today only, it's a Battle of Florida. But yeah, I, I really want to start off kind of with the Detroit Red Wings and getting uh, Billy Husso uh, there um, be- um, to be with uh, Alex Nedeljkovic there. And of course, uh, Ben Chirot, uh, even former Panther Ben Chirot, is going to be probably paired up with Moritz Sider. So we're not expecting as many uh, rush chances going the other way for the Detroit Red Wings uh, come, come next season because their goal differential, if you look at them from la- just last season, it was one of the worst in the NHL, even though Moritz Sider was like really carrying that team on the defensive end and really on his way to a Calder Trophy. Yeah, that, that you know, that it seems like every year, and I've been saying this since probably the beginning when when a lot of Red Wings fans were reaching out to me and asking, what is Steve, Stevie Y going to do? And I said, listen, he's going to do the same exact thing he did in Tampa. And that's exactly what he's doing. He He's molding that young talent as well as bringing in some of the veteran presence that are still in the midst of the prime of their career. So, you know, that was a good pickup there. He picks up uh, David Perron as well. Uh, and And so, you know, things are looking up in Detroit, especially after some of the moves that were made uh, over the past week with 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 the uh, with the NHL draft, um, one one move that that really stuck out to me was was Andre Barakowski picking up the bag five years, twenty seven and a half uh, for Seattle. I was shocked. I was shocked that you know I'm sure Colorado tried to make them tried to make it work money wise uh on a deal but listen the guy played fantastic during the playoffs this is his second cup uh, after winning one with washington so you know the guy wants to get paid and and he's going to a team that's looking at him as possibly one of the future cornerstones so shout out to ab um a- another player that really uh surprised me um was darcy kemper from going to washington a five-year deal 26 and 26 and change and, and Really, Washington, I, I think this was a move that we could all agree on uh, that, that needed to be made. And there's other teams that we'll talk about uh, maybe later in the show about and, and to maybe wrap things up when we do our predictions. 
uh, that really need to make that move for for goaltenders. But real, where I really want to start is, and I this is obviously the biggest talk of the free agency period now, is Johnny Grigio saying that he's not coming back to Calgary. Uh, and, and I think we could both agree, Armando, that this was not a move or any type of news that was that came as to a surprise. Uh, you know, I, I think other than, you know, kind of wanting to test the free agent market, I think along also with the COVID-19 pandemic, kind of putting things in perspective for people uh, and wanting to be closer to family. Because he did say, his agent did come out and say that this was more of a family decision than really what it came down to money. Uh, and then, you know, the cheeky side of me also thinks he doesn't want to shovel 25 feet of snow anymore. Uh, so where where you stand on the Johnny Hockey leaving Calgary, possibly leaving Johnny, uh, leaving Calgary because, you know, he didn't say that the deal can't be made. And all it says is that he is testing the free agent market. Yeah. And it's funny because you talked about uh, shoveling snow and all that. And uh, me as a, as born and raised in Florida, I've only seen snow once in my life. And, you know, I, I got, I got a little bit of a taste of what it was to shovel it and, you know, heat up the car for a little bit. You know, it's, it's, it's not pleasant, uh, for all our Canadian listeners, you know, now I understand what you guys uh, kind of go through on the daily during the winter. But yeah, um, Jesper Mosto spoke about it yesterday. Oh, he's having a kid as well. So he wants to be closer to his family on the on the East Coast. And of course, traveling and trying to see and of course, crossing borders as well is, is going to be a little harder. It has been hard for Johnny Gaudreau and his family and of course, to make it easier on them. And of course, you saw an emotional Brad for living uh, speak about uh, the situation with Johnny Gaudreau and the fact that they made a contract offer to Johnny Gaudreau. And of course, they're with uh, Matthew Kachuk being an RFA that, and being able to qual um, to sign both, having the cap space enough and still losing out. Man, that's just a bummer for for Calgary in in their attempts to try to sign him. I, I think that Johnny Gaudreau hasn't signed yet because he's still waiting to see what the Philadelphia Flyers are going to do about James Ramsey's um, contract over there. It's, it's got to it's gotta be a cap-clearing kind of move for them in order to make that work. So I think he's kind of trying to say, hey, Philly, make a move so I can go there, or else New Jersey or, New, or the New York Islanders, it, it's likely going to be. Yeah, and that that definitely uh, is a move that I'm sure a lot of my other uh, fellow New York natives, being a New York native here, as we're talking about where we're from, do not want to see Johnny Hockey play for either of those teams. Uh, he did grow up a Flyers fan, and and it it must say something, or like you said, it was a gut punch there because they did offer him. I, we didn't get the exact number, but it was somewhere in the range of t- over ten million for eight years. So. Yeah, this was clearly not about money. This was clearly about family and and wanting to be closer to home. And he did grow up a Flyers fan, so that might play into uh, the Flyers cards and possibly getting him for somewhat of a discount. But do you think that there's a team that possibly sticks out out of those three that is not in the the mix that we might see come in now to kind of try and swoop Johnny Hockey up? Or do you think that it's really Philly and Jersey and the Islanders race to lose? I don't know all of everyone's cap space on the top of my head now with all these signings, but I think the fact that the New York Islanders with them making the Eastern conference finals for two years in a row. And of course their defense was the, was the one that got them to where they were. And they're still looking for that offensive firepower to pair up with Matt Barzell as well. 
So they're looking for that extra scoring because Kyle Palmieri has been a disappointment with the New York Islanders ever since that trade with the New Jersey Devil, Devils as well. So they're looking for that extra um, extra offensive boost for 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 their team. And I and I know there's a whole bunch of changes with the coaching staff with Barry Trotz being fired, but it looks like that Lou Lamorello is really in on someone like Johnny Hockey. And I think if he does, if they miss out on Johnny Hockey, there's still a chance for them to get Nazem Kadri as well. Yeah, uh, you know, it, that is the good thing about free agency in, in the National Hockey Like I think. I think, you know, regardless of who you miss out on, there's there's at least a couple other guys below there that could definitely come in and possibly you could eventually capitalize on them getting a little bit undervalued in the market. So we'll have to wait and see. I mean, the Islanders have 11 mil in cap space, so the money is there to spend. Uh, and, and let us know uh, down in the comments below or at the Lock on NHL Twitter page. Who do you think Johnny Hockey is going to sign with? Because I just hope it's none of those teams. Uh, then again, I I think I speak for Armando and I. It says it wouldn't be the end of the world because you know at least he wouldn't be in the Atlantic Division. So we'll we'll look at it. we'll look at a, a glass half, half empty right there, and we'll continue the conversation. We'll be talking about some of the other things that have gone through free agency and and, and all that. But I want to talk about one of our sponsors today, and that is Athletic Greens. Now, it's the NHL offseason. We're kind of not as active in terms of hosts. So we got to stay healthy. We got to stay We got to stay fit. And Armando and I, we've been taking our athletic greens. Now, what is this stuff you might ask? Well, with one delicious of a- athletic greens, one, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, sourced, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. Uh, I start my day off with this all the time. I feel great. Uh, it gives me a burst of energy. I feel... Like it's the equivalent of three cups of coffee instead of one. So that's good. And it's lifestyle friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy free or gluten free, you could eat this. And with everything going up in today's world, in today's economy, the cost matters to everyone. And guess what? It only costs you less than $3 a day. So you're not only investing in your health, but it's a cheaper than your cold brew habit. So go to Athletic Greens because they got a special deal going on right now. Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of immune, supporting vitamin D, and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. And take ownership of your health and pick up ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So we'd like to thank everybody for making this show your first listener of the day. Obviously, well, second, if you've already watched Locked on Panthers as well as Locked on Lightning. So, you know, that's the most important thing after, you know, whether you want to interchange the two, there you go. Uh, And you could go ahead and follow both of us on Twitter. Armando's at MandoMan12 and I'm at DankyDank, D-E-N-K-Y-T-8-N-K. So looking at, Nazem Kadri, because it, it was it was funny how I think Armando a year has changed for someone like him, where he gets signed after a couple of tumultuous years in, in Toronto, and, and a lot of people say, oh, he's a good player, but he can't stay on the ice during the playoffs, or you know whatever you want to say. And he has a fantastic postseason, and, and this is a guy you hit the nail on the head, where you know a lot of teams are looking at him as well, and I and I think. The 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 group of teams that are looking at Nazem Kadri, as well as another guy like uh, Claude Giroux, who we'll get to in a moment, 
these guys, I mean, it's slim pickings. I mean, Claude Giroux already signed with with the Ottawa Senators. So actually, we'll start there because I, I feel like we're going to start with Kadri. I think we're going to spend a lot more time on Kadri. But thoughts on Claude Giroux signing with Ottawa, his hometown team. I really, I, I think this was a foregone conclusion. I mean, this has been spoken about since the playoffs started. Uh, were you at all shocked or by the number or, you know, by by him actually going there? Because, you know, it's all speculation until it actually happens. A few weeks ago, I was saying that with before they made the Dabrinkit trade that Claude Giroux wants to win a cup right now. And assuming that the Florida Panthers would have made a cap clearing move, which I've talked about on the show many times about possibly Patrick Hornquist, but Patrick Hornquist is still on the roster and they're going to have some LTIR space with, with Anthony Duclair having uh, surgery on his Achilles. So they're going to get some cap relief there. But the offer on the table for Claude Drew was one year, one million from Bill Zio to Claude Drew, and it's not a surprise that he took he turned that down for for himself. You know, you got to provide some type of security. But after the Debrinket trade, uh, it made more sense for Claude Drew to go back to his his home his home, his home province uh, up there. And now the Ottawa Senators are really lo- looking like a a threat there. They traded for Cam Talbot as well. And I was looking at their goalie situation as well and seeing that the goalie tandem there is worth less than seven uh, million combined between the two goalies. I'm kind of I'm a little bit jealous about that, about <laughs> on that front and seeing how their top six is going to be Josh Norris, Brady Kachuk, Drake Batherson, along with Timmy Stutzla, Dabrinkit and Giroux. It could be definitely a dangerous uh, bunch up there in Ottawa. I'm not sure if they're a playoff team necessarily next year, but this could. This is definitely a good situation for Claude Giroux and company to make make a run possibly the year after. So it's a it's a good situation for him to go back to his home, home once again home province and and man. Uh, when uh, Pierre Dorian said last year that the rebuild was over, maybe he said it a year too early. But hey, uh, this uh, this is like that next stage in them trying to build a contender there. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, that goalie situation is phenomenal, just money wise. Uh, you know, coming from a team who is 900k in the in the red right now in cap space, uh, for them to have this talented of a team, and and then number completely agrees with them in terms of cat space where they they have a they have some money to make some more moves at the deadline if, if you know if we're talking about the trade deadline showing up and and ottawa's in it i i think they're gonna make a big splash especially you know with a guy like like patrick kane might be out on the market depending on how chicago is by the trade deadline but yeah uh, you know what i i was it's one of those things with me at least armando where i feel like We've been hearing this for the last three three or so years, maybe four. Uh, and, and this is kind of a situation for all you basketball fans that reminds me of trust the process in Philly, uh, where we've been hearing it for, for a while and while. And, and, you know, granted, they do play at the Atlantic Division. So they have, you know, Florida, Tampa, the Red Wings are starting to get good. Boston is still, you know, feisty. So there, there are teams in this division that t- could still compete. So where are we looking now? With Ottawa, you said you know they may not win next year, but maybe the year after. Are we are we looking at Ottawa as sort of a a playoff contender, or are we still looking at them as on the fringe? Because I feel like it, it more so depends. You know, if they go out there and they play the way this this roster clearly dictates they can play, then yeah, that's one thing. But the other thing is that you have other teams in the division to contend about. So 
you know, I, I think it also depends on, you know, kind of a little bit of a wishful thinking there uh, with the rest of the Atlantic division. Where do you, as least, you know, since we're two hosts that are in that division, where do you look at Ottawa uh, as, as a, as a potential threat to get into the playoffs at least, or at least maybe capture that. I think it will be a really hard ask for them to get in on a, on the first wild card spot. I think it will be kind of a last minute, second wild card spot two last two weeks of the season kind of ordeal if they get in. It also depends what happens with Boston, right? Because David Krejci is coming back, but they all, they still have all of the injuries that they're dealing with. That's going to have a lot of their players that are going to be out in the beginning of the season next year. So is Boston going to get off to such a rough start that the fact that they can't recover? I mean, we saw that with the New York Islanders in the metropolitan division uh, last year, even though they started 13 games on the road, But it just depends because at the beginning of the offseason, I said that very well we could only see three Atlantic Division teams make the postseason while the rest of the teams would be Metropolitan Division teams after hearing the news of Boston and their fair share of injuries. But Ottawa could be just a a bubble playoff team uh, right right there and could be very well a last-minute type of uh, getting in. But, of course... uh, we don't know what the we we don't know what kind of recovery the New York Islanders are gonna make as, as well next year because people a lot of people thought that that was a a year that that was kind of a kind kind of like a mulligan for the New York yeah. Islanders. Yeah, uh, and and like we said before, they are definitely big time players on a big time player uh in johnny hockey so yeah you know what i was a little shocked because he did say he like you said before Giroud does want to win a cup i mean who doesn't uh but at the same time you know going to ottawa a team that really hasn't done anything in quite some time uh i was shocked then again you know it 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 doesn't take a lot in in these days especially in hockey and in the sport of hockey where a hometown kid uh wants to go home and play for his hometown team so move shifting gears real quick uh Nazem Kadri, I, I like I said, he uh, at this top of the segment, he, a guy who really, really proved a lot of people wrong. And, and you know, I, I saw it firsthand in the Stanley Cup final. I know he was a good player, uh, but, you know, going out there and playing the way he did uh, through every series as well as the Cup final, uh, the guy is definitely going to make himself a lot of money in the next couple of weeks, if not soon. Uh, what are you hearing? right now on on Kadri and and where do you fancy him going uh in the next couple of weeks it's funny because now that now that Calgary lost out on Johnny Gaudreau what if the Calgary Flames kind of make a run at Nazem Kadri uh there uh for to try to pair him up with uh Matthew Kachuk and of course uh like like Nazem Kadri said in his uh, in his interview after winning the Stanley Cup about being doubted, and of course everything that he went through in the Blue series, uh, of course with the situation with Jordan Bennington. I mean, it's a great story for him. He's going to get the bag, and he's going to, um, you know, it's a patient process when it comes to uh, this type of this type of uh, when you're getting your big payday. And of course, um, nobody wants to be nobody wants to be a free agent consistently so he's going to get term uh, because going through this process is very stressful you know you're you're changing locations you're you're you also got to consider these people's families as well and also Nazem Kadri playing the Stanley Cup final uh, 2 weeks after um getting a um 
surgery on his thumb. I mean, I played lacrosse on Sunday just this past week, and I got whacked on my thumb even even with a glove on. And I was thinking to myself after, man, and Nazem Kadri had to play with 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 uh, with a surgically repaired uh, thumb two weeks out of a six a six week recovery. But I could really see maybe the Calgary Flames trying to to do it as as I mean. A, a team that has a lot of cap space as well, but we haven't—they haven't done really anything with their cap space as well as the Anaheim Ducks. I mean, yeah. what what are what are, what are they going to do with a whole bunch of cap space? I mean, they signed they signed my boy Frank Vitrano, uh to to a deal, a three year deal, but what are they going to do with their whole bunch of cap space? Or is this another year where they're going to try to get a high draft pick? I know they got a new GM as well, so maybe the maybe this is a move for next year for the Anaheim Ducks to try to make a move. So. I, I don't know. Uh, who knows if, if Anaheim is going to make a last-minute um, uh, offer to Nazem Kadri because they have the most cap space as of this moment in time with $35 million. Yeah, a uh, lot of players. I'm looking at just the, the list of players that are still available and and ton of talent still left to be signed and still to find homes. So, uh, you know, you, you're a good point. Anaheim, who another team we were, in, we're talking about teams that are – on the cusp or about to be on the cusp. Anaheim's definitely one of them, uh, the team with a ton of talent. So we'll have to wait and watch. Um, uh, and, and, you know, we'll, we'll, we try to speculate. We'll, we'll talk about, we'll wrap things up about, you know, predictions, what players we would like to see uh, get signed soon or to what team exactly. Uh, we'll talk about that. But first I want to talk about our last sponsor of the day. And that is Built Bar. Like I said before, Armando and I are trying to stay healthy. I know Armando's been hitting the gym. I haven't. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, that's why I'm, st- I'm sticking to the supplements. But I'm also trying to eat healthy. And the best way to eat healthy is grabbing a Built Bar right next as I right as I finish my athletic greens. Uh, Built Bar are are super tasty that you know you, you could use them as a meal substitute you could just eat them as a snack throw them in your desk you know i do uh you've probably tried the amazing coconut brownie chunk built bar but guess what your friends at built bar are given the coconut brownie chunk puffs treatment and yes the puffs the puffs are amazing they're one of the fantastic bars uh that just melt into your mouth as soon as you taste it so go to built.com get those puffs and use promo code lock 15 you'll get 50% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. So wrapping things up, uh, we're talking about predictions, Armando. But first, I just want to break a little bit of news. Uh, it looks like the the Carolina Hurricanes and the Vegas Golden Knights will be making a deal that will see Max Pacioretty and Dylan Coughlin go to Carolina. Still no word on what Vegas will be getting back. So it looks Cap-clearing. like big cap killing clearing i would imagine absolutely uh i was gonna say you know they they're a team who has lived very dangerously on the edge of the cap uh for the last couple of years now especially with that jack eichel trade kind of putting them right up against the brink of it so really where are we who who you see out there that's still left because we had about 100 signings today uh over seven hundred thousand dollars seven hundred million dollars was spent today uh where and who do you see moving into where? It's funny. We uh, I'm, I'm looking at the uh, free agent uh, tracker right now, trying just trying to see who's uh, still available. Um, John Klimberg is someone that I don't believe has been signed yet. So no. 
he's one person that I could very well see. It's apparent that he still might be in a conversation with the Dallas Stars to possibly come back there because apparently they missed out on Brett Burns. And let's talk about the Sharks a little bit. They got some cap yeah. relief as well as they're trying to rebuild. I mean, they traded back in the in the draft, I, I believe 16 spots, if I'm not mistaken, getting a few draft picks out of that. Mike, Mike, Mike Greer is has a lot on his hand, which is the brother of Chris Greer, the GM of the Miami Dolphins. So uh, ha, has a lot of work on his hands to do. So maybe John Klimberg maybe ends up going back to Dallas after all to pair up once again with uh, Miro Haskinen as well. But so maybe maybe John Klimberg is on his way back to Dallas. Yeah, that, I, I would say that's the, probably the more realistic uh, move for Klingberg there. I threw out a little nugget the other day saying maybe Klingberg comes down to Tampa on a veteran minimum. And hmm. So he could just win a cup with his buddy, uh, Corey Perry, when those two played in Dallas. One player that really sticks out to me, because I've always find him to be a very talented player, uh, is Nito Niederreiter. A uh, lot of teams that could definitely use his services now these days. I mean, you know, there's 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 a lot of there's not many players that that could be as successful as he is. Uh, this past season, 74 games, 75 games played, 24 goals, uh, 44 points. You know, that doesn't really jump off the page to you. But if anything that my lightning have shown teams last couple of years is that in order to win, you need a third line a third line checking line and Nito Niederreiter, I think fits right into that mold for any team for a third liner. So we might see a guy like that get swept up uh, before, you know, this episode drops. Like I said, we're recording Wednesday. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, we go to post this show tomorrow and, and he's already off the board, but uh, what other players are you looking at? I, obviously we spoke about Kadri. We spoke about Klingberg. Another player that sticks out to me is Ryan Strom has had a little bit of a, you know, he's an interesting case because some people believe that he's he's a he's an average third liner, maybe a second, depending on what team. I've seen him uh, play a ton being here in New York. And, you know, I wasn't really overly too uh, too impressed with him. But the thing is, is that there's one of two ways this might go with Strom is that on one side, they might just give him the money because he's a name and he has the stats. Or B, they might look at, well, he played alongside Panarin and all those guys in New York. Might think that he might just be a, a subject of, of the talent that is around him. But are you, what other players are you looking at, uh, if, if not Strom, to maybe make a move? And where do you think they would be going? Uh, Sonny Milano is one. He wasn't yeah. qualified an offer from the Anaheim Ducks, so I, I think that I think that there's a team out there that could possibly uh, add, add that that piece to to their team. And of course, uh, I, I could I could possibly see uh, Sonny Milano going out east to possibly maybe even Tampa. Even as as much as that would hurt me to uh, to say, I could. I, I could possibly see if he wants to sign on the cheap to sign somewhere in Tampa because chances are Tampa's going to lose Andre Pilat with all of their extensions that they're going to have. So, uh, so Sonny Milano could could be going on his on his way east. But I also want to give an honorable mention uh, as far as Cup window still being alive and well, and it's the most recent Stanley Cup champion in the Colorado Avalanche. I was looking at their cap friendly page; no dead cap on their on their roster as well. Three three players who are likely going to have their last ride in Colorado uh, next year in Andrew Cogliano, 
Darren Helm and Eric Johnson, and they're still going to be in well positioned to extend Nathan McKinnon north of 10 million. The value of his contract right now is brilliant for what they're getting out of Nathan McKinnon. So the Colorado Avalanche, shout out to Chris Maselli and, uh, and Kyle Sullivan. That they 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 are they are still in well position to continue their cup window past this year. Yeah, that's that's a great point, and and that's that's something that scares me at least. You know, uh, having having a team that has so many options, uh, money wise, and, and is just already so good as well. You know, you, you mentioned a guy like Sonny Milano. You know, possibly going out east, but then again. What is stopping him from telling his agents, call up Colorado, tell him I want to come. I want to play for a cup contender. Uh, they just got a goalie in Alexander Yorgiev. So, you know, they're they're bolstering up their, their goalie situation. You know, so listen, uh, whenever a team has options that just won a championship and in convincing fashion in the way they did, you know, a lot of people forget they only lost four games throughout throughout that entire playoff front. So, you know, a lot of options there in Colorado and definitely a lot of moves to be made for Joe Sackick, who is GM of the year, by the way, big shout out to Joe S. Uh, but yeah, it, it's, it's one of those things where we're finally starting to see, we, we I feel like we got cheated by it uh, last year, uh, Armando, because of everything that's been going on with the cap and, 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 you know, kind of teams not being able financially prepared for this, but we're finally starting to see it. Uh, we're finally starting to see that excitement. The, the one other player I want to bring up right before we wrap things up, and I'm curious because this might be a guy that might be on on both our teams' radars, mo- mainly yours, because we have no money. We're we're going to be paying people with coupons uh, to a certain extent. But Andre Andre Kasha, uh, how you feeling about him? I, I mean, he's a this is a guy that we've he he's bounced around quite a bit in recent years, going from Anaheim to to Boston and then Toronto. Uh, looks like a guy that a lot of playoff uh, contenders are are looking at and like, hey, let's bring in this guy, uh, slide him on the wing. Uh, is that a guy that you could either see maybe flying into Florida uh, in, in sunset in a couple of months uh, wearing a Panthers uniform or where are you seeing him or is he going back out west? I'm not sure where the I'm not sure where the Panthers are in in signing uh, Kasha because uh, right now they're depending on. Anthony Duclair's LTIR space in order to uh, in order to make ev- fit everything under under the cap. So uh, Kasha's j- just about to be 27 years old, of course. With and he and he plays on the right wing, so that will be a possible Duclair replacement for for the time being. But of course, they need to find a way to bring uh, Duclair uh, back into the mix once he is ready, because it's going to be a midseason return uh, for him. So I'm not sure if Florida is going to be the team to, to bring him in. So uh, possibly could b- go back out West. Well, you know what? Maybe, maybe you guys should take a, uh, a page out of the lightning handbook, just L I T I just this L T I R declare until the playoffs and then, and then have them come back. Uh, so yeah, you know, exciting time of the year. I think in my opinion, one of the most exciting times of the year next to the trade deadline. So lot of moves to be made and will probably be made in the next 24 hours. So make sure to tune in to Locked On NHL. Uh, Armando, it's been great. Maybe we'll have you back on. Uh, we'll have you back on at some point anyway, whether it be with Gil or, or you know, maybe here if Chris ever comes back from vacation, we'll definitely dial you up and bring in for a, a possibly a, a, a more, more battle Florida Thursdays here on Locked On NHL. Yeah, and you said that uh... – 
Chris Maselli, you know, he's uh, on assignment with beaches and all that stuff, you know. Who, who knows if it might be in Florida or not, you know. Chris, Chris Maselli, if you're listening to this, uh, thanks for the invite, man. <laughs> all right. Well, well, we'll definitely keep tabs on whether Chris ever, if he ever, returns from vacation. But that's been it for this episode of Locked On NHL, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. He's Armando Velez. I'll talk to you in the next one.